When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Julia Show, My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. Thank you so much for joining us this afternoon. We have a good show lined up for you, and we'll give away sometime during the show our final pair of tickets for someone to go see Mean Girls next week at the Orphans. Stick around. Thank you, Donnie Love. All right, Julia. Yes, Your dear. boy went to Post Malone. Yes, he I, did. I uh, read Chris Schneider and Ross Rayla's uh, review that he arrived in town like a rock star. He is a rock star. Mm-hmm. I So I get unprompted a text from my son. Oh, we've got a guest. Um, at 7.34 a.m., Post was crazy. Thank you so much with the video. Oh, he of did. Post just so talking. He loved Isn't it. that the cutest thing ever? Yeah. Well, he I loved mean, it. I don't know if it's the cutest thing ever, but I but know. But the video is all Post swearing. Yeah. Okay. It's when he's talking and he goes, Mom, he's just like you. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, Riemann Schneider pointed out that uh, Post Malone at 24 has uh, arrived in the league of Garth Brooks and Elton John. <gasps> oh, my gosh. As acts to play two-nighters. At a local sport venue over the last year. Those have been right. the only okay, other two. Okay, that's the criteria. Not that much of his young, phone-wielding audience know who Garth Brooks or maybe Elton John are. No, Although I do. think Rocket Man, you they know. They do, Lori. They know who Garth And the 14,000 on hand certainly now know Ozzy Osbourne since Ozzy paired up with the current king of auto-tune. Is that shade? For Take What You Want, a surprise hit that's one of four tracks from Post's new album, Hollywood's Bleeding, and it sitting is, in the top ten of the Billboard Ozzy Hot 100. Ozzy is so auto-tuned on that song. Yeah. It's crazy. Well, but it's good still. I like it. Yeah. The kids uh, like it. I guess he and was I'm dressed a in a cool button-down shirt covered with musicians, police mugshots, Elvis, Prince, Sinatra. Lori, he gets those suits from that Ed Mooney guy or whatever. Moody. Nudie. Nudie. Guy, he wears that old school stuff. Yeah. He's just a cool I don't dude. think there was ever a, a, a mugshot of Prince. No. Or Elvis. No. But they just make it up, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, he was uh, surprisingly humble, Raymond Schneider says, and he brought along an impressive production. You know, mm-hmm. the rigs and everything. Yep. And he apologized for singing a lot of sad songs early Ooh, in the set. Okay. And... Um, Anyway, Riemann Schneider's one criticism is he's gotten more rich and famous that his lyrics have uh, become this 
the unrelatable subjects of rap music, being rich and famous. Oh. Yeah. Mm. And so he didn't really, he thinks he could do better. He could he write could, better. He could write better, right. Yeah. Mm. And his mom wants him to stop getting Tattoo-y. tattoos on his face. <laughs> stop it. Post. He's just, a, he's got a good story. Yeah. Yeah. So well, anyway. in this video that my son sent me with all the Effenheimers mm-hmm. in it, it basically is do what you want. Believe in yourself. You can do it. Never give up. Be what you want to be. Bleepy, bleepy. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited about that. Yeah. Well, if you're going tonight, he came on stage 40 minutes late last night, which I don't know why anyone ever thinks a, a concert starts on time. I don't know who these people are who think that concerts start on time by rock stars. Well, they go to Orchestra Hall. That's where you go if you <laughs> yes, want a show to start true. on time. Yeah, that's where a, they you know, start. You go to a Broadway show, Broadway you go show, to something yeah, at... Tony Bennett. Yeah, yeah something like start that. On time. Yeah. You know, but no, you're not going to... Madonna, Prince didn't ever start. I mean, what? what? I, would be, uh, I, would, I would be appalled if, like, the Rolling Stones came out on time. Or Lizzo, when we go to see her in two weeks. I'll be mad if she comes Why? out on time. Gonna, I'm not going to be, be mad. It's a school night. Lori, you are Julia, so- it's not a school night. We don't work till one in the <laughs> afternoon. I, night. I really, I tried to say that to Dave last night. I got to go home early. It's a school night. He just looks at me and he goes, yeah. Yeah. yeah no, Julia. No. You've really- always been an old woman before your time. Dude, I'm so- out your favorite concert. Lisa Marie Presley, the minutes. fine line. She started at, at eight and ended at eight forty. No, she started at nine. Oh, did I make it to nine? And she ended at nine fifty-five. You were like almost doing cartwheels. You're I like, just, why can't all the concerts be? Like this? Well, and again, her music it wasn't all that inspiring to keep. But us it was there. off that album and the, the Scientology, anti-Scientology. We liked it. We liked her band, and we were fascinated with her husband and his big hat. And we wondered, what does he look like? In bed without the okay. hat. Yeah. Okay. We did not think that. Well, I wondered that. Okay. And you probably yeah. ignored me as I'm yeah. wondering I'm sure I did, because I do ignore that. Yeah, But I, when somebody is always in a hat, I'm always like, it would be like if I if I could have ever had sex with Dwight Yoakam back in the day. I would have <laughs> made him keep his hat on. Absolutely, because <laughs> he's got a... He I would have gone all cowgirl, but with the hat on, and I would have, yeah. you know, we would have worked it in. People should wear their hat in bed, some of those, some some people, of those cowboys. Because he's got just a ring of hair, I'd and we didn't know it. keep the boots, too. Yeah, I don't know if I want uh, some nasty old boots on. Well, maybe do some mm. other moves. Yeah, okay. I don't know what that is with your I, boots. I don't know. It mm. just lends authenticity to reverse cowgirl. I yeah, suppose. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't even believe you said that, Donnie. Well, I like to surprise you every now and again. <laughs> you do. You have been this week. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, we do have somebody that just popped in I our know. studio uninvited. Oh, okay. I know. What do you think? You're a Matt, well, Matt, hello. Matt <laughs> Belanger. Wow, you've been practicing. I've been practicing. I am proud of you. I know. Matt filled in for your size six shoes last Friday. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I like your little stool you have underneath your chair there to prop your feet up. It's nice. Yeah. Both sides have it. Yeah. Well, then, All right. Yeah. But, yeah, I have a cute but one. You need it more. Hi. I hear you were good. I know, I just, you know, it was Friday and I, I was sitting there and I'm thinking, I should pop upstairs and check on those lovely ladies. Yeah, what was your, what was your most fun news story? Because of course we had a lot of political, mm. that's very layered yeah. and, 
and clear at the same time. But what did you have a great story that you guys were kind of excited about on your new, new news, news, new news, news? Yes. Uh, actually, in about McLean? 50 minutes with Lee McLean. Yep. Noon on 45 TV and in 50 minutes. I'm going to go get on uh, Twin Cities Live oh, for and talk about, I know I'm busy today. It's no Friday. kidding. You're and turning into a celeb. going to talk about, um, you know, the Vikings are hosting high school teams at TCO Stadium in Egan this weekend. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Apple Valley's playing. Mankato's playing. And, um, and they are going to be, you know have their homecoming there, so it's a really great opportunity How for the high school kids. Be? I mean, can you win or lose, you get to play there at TCO oh, Stadium, and it's going to be a beautiful fall. Well, you day know tomorrow. where yeah, that is, Lori. It's the one on. Egan. Egan, Egan. Yeah. Egan. Yeah. yeah. That so place is cool. Right off 494. Right. Yeah. So, th- so that's incredible. They got some matchups there. The high school kids are going to love that. Uh, and also KS95, right? Our station. Mm-hmm. They yeah. got three Marconi Awards. Yes. You know, so a really proud day for us here at Hubbard Broadcasting. Uh-huh. So you're going to brag a little about that too at the top of Twin Cities Live coming yeah. up a little bit. All right. That yeah. is very and cool. But I literally just came up here to check on you, and this is completely unscripted and unannounced. It and is. I just wanted it to is. say hi. Thank you, Matt. You guys can take more vacation, and I'll just keep popping back All right. You can do that. But Matt did. Pick one wow. Emmy winner. I he did. I got lucky. Billy Porter to win for lead actor in a drama for Pose, and you were correct. I it was a lovely it. surprise. I fell out of my chair almost like Lori fell out of her chair when she was doing biker pickup lines. Oh, she cackles, and you. you oh, I know. I think you relive that moment. Or oh, a I we've, times. we've I got heard medieval it. Medieval and yoga pickup lines today. Oh, I can't she wait. was looking for Russian, but we couldn't oh. find those. Matt, do you think are you becoming more popular because you're on the show? Have people said I heard you on you know, that show? You know, it's. it's it's incredible, really. The the following you have is fantastic, and they love you, and I love you, and that's why I love coming up here. But I did talk about my Instagram, and my Instagram has never lit up like it did last Friday. <laughs> oh, nice. TV. Yeah, if you want to follow me, and I love it because these and these folks are um, robust posters, and yes. they're they're liking stories, and it's just incredible. So yeah, Julia, I love you that. need to get on our Insta Come today. On. Are you going to take Julia. me doing pickup lines? I always lines? do okay. your pickup lines. Our She's Insta a haphazard Insta. Lady. Yeah. I took a week off. Okay. Yeah. Remedial. All right. She's coming back. But nice to see you, ladies. Thanks for coming back. Matt Belanger. Of course, you can see him on Channel 45 and, and Channel 5. Channel 5 Eyewitness News. All right. All right. See you later. Okay. When we come back, it's our story. We can't get enough of Jennifer Lopez doesn't do the Super Bowl without this song and having Pitbull up with her. They'll do an abbreviated, don't you think? It's just oh, so yeah. good. Yeah, they don't do full songs. No, no. it'll be, it'll be just... Uh, Shakira, 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 Shakira. Here's a little uh, audio from GMA right. about the Super Bowl secret that apparently the tabloids had it right when they said J Lo was gonna be they performing. Did. Here we go. Jennifer Lopez, the hustler star and musical multi-talent, on board to do the Super Bowl halftime show at Miami Gardens Hard Rock Stadium on Sunday, February second. Confirmed last night. I love that it's in Miami. Yeah, it is a very Latino town, and that they picked the two of us. I feel incredibly honored. It's going to be an exciting show. And she's not alone. Also set to turn Super Bowl 54 into a Studio 54 is Shakira, the brainy, hips-don't-lie, singer-songwriter, worldwide star. It's going to mean a lot for our community. For more than two decades, she's been a dynamic performer live on stage. The Colombian-born Shakira, 42, has long-standing ties to Miami. 
as does J-Lo, who's been given the keys to the city of Miami Beach. The 50-year-old hinting months ago that this high-profile gig might be in the cards. We thought about the Super Bowl, um, and that it's in Miami is a, is a big deal, but, you know, we'll see. You know, they make their own decisions over there. Those- Do you think J-Lo was at all annoyed she has to share the bill with Shakira Shakira? No. Or do you think she knows that Shakira Shakira is in, you know, she's got... She's got... got Tax bill. She owes the tax man $16 oh, I know. million. Dollars. Has she well, not she paid that? that? I thought that was a couple years ago. Last year, she was charged with tax evasion. Really? I don't, in 2018. Well, so yeah. I don't know how much Pepsi will be tucking into her back pocket, yeah. but uh, let's everyone understand if Shakira doesn't make a big showy donation to something afterwards, she's got bills to pay. But I just wondered <laughs> if J-Lo was... Let's all uh, understand yeah, she's that she's going to donate making... the non-money that you don't yeah. make to do the Pepsi halftime show. But the voting will be over for Oscar nominations. So if J-Lo does get an Oscar for supporting a nomination for supporting actor in uh, Hustlers. The voting will be closed by the time the Super Bowl happens. Why wouldn't she get lead? I'm going to that movie tonight. I'm going tonight. Have you seen it? Haven't seen it yet, no. I'm taking my uh, nephew tomorrow. I gave him the choice of it or Hustlers. And I was secret- Interesting choice. Well, I know, you know, he <laughs> likes scary, but you know, he's 22 and All I figure, right. figure he's a uh, he's You're appreciate in every way to be an aunt. I am. Yeah, this just it fits your MO. It totally fits. <laughs> yeah. I would no, no sooner take a boy nephew Maybe I would. Yeah, I mean, I've known him his whole life. I've babysat him. What do I care? I mean, you know, he's had sex. He knows what naked ladies look like. I'm sure he's familiar with porn. I mean, I, I'm very matter-of-fact about... Do you think so? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Up on that. Is that what we're calling it? Matter-of-fact? Yeah. I mean, right, you know... We have more here. Okay, let's buy it. Here we go. Make their own decisions over here. Those Miami connections matter in light of comments from Jay-Z. His rock nation is now the NFL's live music entertainment strategist. The mogul eager for halftime performers to connect with host city citizens. Can't go to a city, plop a, a showdown, and then leave. You know, like, yeah. at least speak to the community. We haven't even talked about what exactly we're going to do. That's going to be the fun part. Earlier this year, the NFL's alleged exiling of activist QB Colin Kaepernick reportedly led Rihanna to nix the show. While Cardi B did this ad with Steve Carell, instead of performing her Girls Like You rap with Adam Levine, that? when Maroon 5 took the gig. I'm not in the right profession if I can't handle a little bit of controversy. Jay-Z expressed an intention to use NFL's platform to be more inclusive. JLo and Shakira have been politically active in that they're very avid philanthropists. But like but I said, Shakira is not going to be donating. It's amazing because that sounded like such a made up last line. Yeah. They've both been very active. I feel like J-Lo wished she could just do this alone. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. 
I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. The Shakira was brought in and they were just like, come on, you know, you're going to... We're going to do this. And she was in New York today looking like a million bucks in this white suit, launching the 25th iteration for one of her, of her J-Lo, whatever this Remember perfume Glow? is. Remember her Glow brand? was the first one. And we used to this buy one's her called belts Promise. at Herberger's. Yeah, this is called Promise. She said, she, well, when you work out every day, don't drink and have a chef. Wow. Anyway, that, let's play the last one. It all cut. looks good on no, her. She's beautiful. She works so hard. Mm-hmm. A brief one. Whatever they do, these two superstars sound ready to take the Super Bowl stage and soar. It's going to be the best Super Bowl ever. I think of like, kind of like an explosion of fun and energy. And, uh, don't and don't spoil know. the surprise. No, don't. none of the surprises. <laughs> they don't even See know what they're doing yet. No. They don't know what they're doing yet, but it will really be fun. And after this last year, the Maroon 5 was such a fizzle, dud. Beyond. Beyond. The only real person that I saw that got super mad about this on social media and was kind of getting into it with people was Dee Snyder from Twisted Sister. And it isn't, he made the point, it's not J-Lo and Shakiro. He thinks the NFL is, that they... All they do in all the stadiums is play rock music. ACDC, Guns N' Roses, you know, rock music, rock music that they don't play a lot of anything other than rock music. So why don't they have rockers? Oh, that doesn't make any sense. I'm just telling you, this was the only (laughs) beef I could really, really find. Well, you know who's mad today? Who? Packer fans. Because? They got beat last night. night. At home. Philadelphia Eagles should have won, and there were fisticuffs because the they're, Eagle fans are quite rowdy. Rowdy. I mean, they got a jail at that stadium in I, in, in S- Cleveland, isn't it? No, Philadelphia, aren't they? W- weren't they playing in Philadelphia last night? No, no it, it was, was Lambo. It was Lambo Field. Oh, I don't know. If they have a jail. They do have a jail no, in Philadelphia. They don't yes. have a jail in no, not Lambo, yeah. but in Philadelphia they do. Mm-hmm. We know yeah. that from that Mark Wahlberg movie. Yes, we do. But we knew that, too. From- we, maybe we knew it before. There's a judge. The people get thrown in jail. They're very, <laughs> very passionate football fans. So, anyway, those rumors were half right when that popped up two weeks ago that J-Lo would be doing that. Yep, so it's a done deal. But I wanted that audio because it was uh, the Today Show had a little blurb with Alex Rodriguez because he's just going to be inserting uh. himself in that conversation uh, as much as humanly well, possible. Okay. All right, listen, we come back. There is a rendition of a song that Kristen Chenoweth and Ariana Grande did that I can't wait to hear. Julia's absolutely obsessed with. Let's see if the rest of us are going to be obsessed. All right, we'll be right back.
sleep at night, you two? Did you sleep better on a Friday night? <laughs> I sleep fine every night, actually. No, I didn't sleep well last night. I don't know why. I don't know why. Casey and I didn't sleep well last night I know. either. Me and the guy didn't. Yeah, really no, but I didn't either. sleep. I didn't sleep well. It was there. Everything was fine until we watched a very, 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 very scary show. Yeah, I could have warned you. That Stephen me. King tweeted about. Oh, what is it called? Marianne. It's a French horror. Mm-hmm. thing on netflix uh, that i mean casey looked at me and he said i'm gonna have nightmares now he never says that oh that bad so yeah I, yeah and I i'm like let's try and have sexy time and get it out of her mind right. and see if that helped but temporarily only he woke up at like midnight and he thought he heard scratching on a Stop. window honestly it's really scary yeah you know what I watched? It's about a witch. I, yeah, I I watched that show that you talked about yesterday, Evil. That's done by the people, the husband and wife team that did the Good Wife oh, and the Good Fight. Robert and Michelle King. Okay, was it good? Yes, and scary, and scary. And, and bizarre, and everything. But I am like, yeah, I like this. Okay, it was um, the woman in it is a um, she is like a forensic therapist or something. No, she's a forensic psychologist. Mm-hmm. And um, she hooks up with these people that are trying to de- that work for the Catholic Church that are de- trying to decide if someone is it's demonic, yeah, oh. or or the other thing. Yeah. Did you watch this show, Donnie? What, uh, uh, evil? evil? No, yeah. I did not. No. It was really. No. It's good. It's good, Lori. And I don't like too scary, right? But the way it comes, it's not like a procedural. It does have an ending, a beginning, and ending uh-huh. in each show. Okay. But it was. It's freaky. Uh, yeah, you'll love it. Yeah, yeah, you'll we love it. we uh, DVR'd it, and then um, I watched the only other the only new show I watched was Stumptown, which was great. It's great. It's great. I know. This is kind of exciting. We and have I didn't shows. I didn't realize Kobe Smulders was married to Tarim Killam from SNL. Oh, I didn't know that either. I didn't either. But anyway, I loved the show. I loved the music. I, I thought loved, it was good. Yeah, everything about it. But it's now okay, we have to hear. Song. Okay, so Kristen Chenoweth has a new album coming out, mm-hmm. and she pals up with Dolly Parton, Jennifer Hudson, Reba McIntyre, and here she is. Pally- is this the album that Kristen dropped last night yes. for the girls? Yes. Okay. And so um, Ariana Grande is collaborating with Kristen Chenoweth, and You Don't Own Me. Oh, so here you we go. don't own me. I'm not just one of your many toys. You don't own me Don't say I can't go with other boys Don't tell me what to do And don't tell me what to say And please, when I go out with you Don't put me on display You don't know me Ariana So good. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, nice to, Did nice Kristen Chenoweth know uh, that Ariana Grande's obsessed with First Wives Club and that song when the ladies sing it? Is that why she asked her to do this? I have no collab? idea, Lori. I think mm. Ariana Grande has been open about 
how her love for first wives right. club. Right. Oh. With she Goldie watched it with her grandma and, and Bette Midler. I love that. And, yeah, and they sing that song. Yeah. Yes. Who originally sang that song? Oh, it was Leslie Gore. Oh, gosh. You don't is, know me. Who else is Kristen uh, doing duets I told you, with? Well, Dolly Parton, Jennifer Hudson, Reba McIntyre. Damn. That's I really like it. Good I for like the it. Girls. Oh, yep. All right. So that's happening. But and then Christina Aguilera has a new song. Yeah. I, this is this song is going to be on the soundtrack for the new Adams Family movie that's coming out in October. It's on it, that soundtrack. Okay. And it's right. called Haunted Hout. Here's Heart. Heart. There's no A movie soundtrack. It does. Song. Yeah. Is it? Is it cartoon characters? Yeah, it's animated. It's okay. animated. Yeah. That yeah. too. Yeah. Sort of a, a Tim Burton <laughs> kind of feel to the. Animation. Right. Yeah, that's that what I was kind of thinking. Okay. Oh lordy. That, that that's not going to get any radio airplay. I don't. No. Think. No, but it's yeah. for. She right. does still have chops. She I mean, does. She it had kind sing. of an Eartha Kit. I like feel it. to it. No. I didn't really no. care for the sirens at the beginning of the song. Well, that's uh, that's it's mixed over the what's happening in the movie. I know. So, yeah, thank you. Okay, sorry. All right. <laughs> Lizzo, who continues to be everywhere. Is and everything. And everything. And we just want good things for her, and I think she's going to get that. She seems to just have a good understanding of who she is. Because what is she, like 31, 32? I'll check it she's out. She's not in her 20s. But anyway, there's a, uh, a Glamour has, I don't know if she's the cover for this issue of Glamour, but they've devoted... They only have an online presence. Oh, that's it. That's uh-huh. right. When they made their... Yep. Uh, remember, they did the their logo font. to Art Deco. It <laughs> looked like an old, old the 20s the magazine. Yeah. Anyway, they have several articles in the uh, October issue, the online, devoted to the She's F She's 31 word. years old. Okay, to the F word, meaning fat. And Lizzo... Uh, is part of the conversation because uh, they talked to her explicitly. Uh, the person from Glamour said, you know, you're so brave and confident. Oh, I hate this. And Why? Because I'm fat? Yeah, and she said, yeah, well, I don't like that. My, I hate that. Oh, my God, she's so brave. It's like, no, I'm not. I'm just fine. I'm just me. I'm just sexy. If you saw Anne Hathaway in a bikini on a billboard, you wouldn't call her brave. I just think there's a double standard when it comes to women. I don't like it when people think it's hard for me to see myself as beautiful. I don't like it when people are shocked that I'm doing it. I'm telling you what, that is the truth. Overweight people get such a bad rap. Like, oh, 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 you're, yeah, oh, all the comments oh, think you're about outside. it. I mean, it's almost like so crazy. Yeah. The, um, judgment that goes on with people oh you don't have any control well, i'm amazed you could do this she said uh back in the day when all you had were modeling agency i think that's why it made everything so limiting for what was considered beautiful it was controlled from one space but now we have the internet so if you want to see somebody who's beautiful that looks like you you can type in 
blue hair or thick thighs right. or back fat and you get all these yeah you find yourself rela- reflected that's what i did to help find the beauty in myself getting away just, from yeah. magazines and then she is the face of absolute vodka's new juice line i love it did you know that yeah yeah i saw one of their tv commercials she very, said very uh, for someone like me to get a campaign with absolute and to be wearing a bikini and jumping around and dancing and having fun absolute saw me on instagram they saw how i like to dress how i like to party with my girls and they came up with the creative for that yeah they use juice as the music yeah the it's so good so I could be happier for her. I I mean, but she's so right about all the judgment that goes on with heavy people. Everyone thinks, oh, you don't have any control. What's wrong with you? Or saying, oh, you're so brave to go out. I could never go out in something like that. I mean, come on. Yeah, you could if you wanted, if you're a performer, if you were. People come in all different shapes and sizes, but there is judgment. There are weightest people out there in the world. Oh, do we ever know it? Do we ever know that? Yeah, I know. Okay, so Cardi B slams her fans who think she lied about uh, her Me Too story, um, which I saw on Extra last night. I don't know why anyone is coming for her. She just talked about a time where she was, uh, uh, she sat down with someone at Extra and this photographer that she was working with, and it was right after like, I don't know if it was Bodak Yellow, but when she first had some fame and he was hitting on her basically you know like intimidating her that eh, you know who even knows if we'll get around to this if you don't show me some friendliness right. or whatever and Lizzo or uh, Cardi B was just like she just got up and left and people have said oh you're making that up and it's like why why do people always think that I don't know I don't know either, but she... Yeah, I mean, people, you find yourself in positions with people when you are like, you're a photographer. I mean, we hear this all the time. I keep wondering when is the modeling reckoning happening with Me Too? You know, right. Harvey was a big piece of that, I guess, because of Project Runway. Oh. Because he produced that show for so long. So yeah. I guess he really... That nap, but I mean, Terry... Richardson, you know, we've heard a little bit about him, but... Well, she's got... There's going to be a new kind of um, mini The Voice or American Idol, but for hip-hop. Oh, yeah. That's um, airing on Netflix, and it's called Rhythm and Flow. It's Cardi B, Chance the Rapper, and T.I.P. or Tip. I don't know. Oh, T-Pain? No, No. it's just T.I.P. Oh, okay. And I don't know what that means, so I don't even want to try to be hip. All right. Um, But it's going to be kind of something like that where they're judging up-and-coming hip-hop artists. And so that'd be kind of fun to watch. I love her sass. I love her. Yeah, her sass is amazing. Yeah, it really is. I can't wait to see her. Both those ladies, we were just talking about our whole show, Hustlers Tonight. I'm excited to see that. You're going to love it. My mom absolutely just loved it. And she, I told her, I said, you know, what do you think of me bringing your grand, you know, going with the 22-year-old? She goes, oh, he's going to love it. Yeah, I know. (laughs) Right? All right. And then do you love it or do you hate it? Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker was channeling Carrie Bradshaw. She was at New York City Ballet's Fall Fashion Gala in a beautiful pink ruffled Zach Posen dress. Donnie posted it. But then she went and wore a pink shoe and a gold shoe. Yes, she did. I think the pink shoe is so great. The pink shoe is so great. I would wear it too, and I bet it's hers. <laughs> and it's like the party finger when you get your nails done. You know, it's you can handle that because you got a lot of other ones. I don't like the different color shoes. 
Unless it was an accident, which I know it wasn't. It's such a wow dress. She didn't need that. Yeah. It takes away. Ah. Because her pink shoe, the satin pink shoe. With that diamond diamante buckle. Is that what you call it? Diamante. Oh, it's so cute. You know, because it's not real diamonds. No. No. Of course. All right, listen. When we come back, uh, we are going to be talking with Steve Russian. Uh, We read, is it Russian? Russian, I think. He wrote a memoir, Stingray Afternoons. And this is the follow-up to that memoir, Nights in White Castle. We'll be right back. Thanks for hanging out with us. We are delighted. We have uh, Steve. Is it Russian? Russian? Yeah, fifty-fifty chance. It's Russian. Russian. But I get Russian half the time. I know Russian, and we should know that Steve because we talked to you when your memoir Stingray Afternoons came out a couple years ago, which we just loved, and now you have basically picking up where you left off in Stingray Afternoons, which was your memoir with being a little bit older, you know, in your teens and going into your 20s. And it's called Nights in White Castle. And, oh, my gosh, you make us laugh with your storytelling. (laughs) It's all... Well, thank you. Yeah. It's so nostalgic, too, you know, everything that you write about in the 80s, growing up in Bloomington. Um, How, you know, is this part part two kind of of your memoir? Um, Yeah, I was going to say the first one was set in the seventies. I was three when the seventies started, thirteen when they ended. So that's kind of the most innocent, sweet part of childhood in the eighties. So I was thirteen to twenty-three, and that's a little less innocent. You know, you're going from your stingray bike to uh, to in my case, my friend's uh, dad was a dentist, and he rode around the four ninety-four strip in his Bonneville. powder blue Bonneville with like crushed velvet interior. We were wearing sort of velour shirts ourselves and uh, couldn't get into any of the places on the strip, but you know, we like to see, hey, there's the rusty scupper where the Vikings quarterback hangs out. And, and uh, those nights always ended up at White Castle on Lindale and Bloomington. Oh, my. So, and that's the title, Nights, Nights in, in White, White Castle. Castle. It's so fun. And, you know, just like in Stingray Afternoons, I mean, I really became fond of your mom and dad, oh. and then your dad uh, has a little like this story about you know this that he met all these rockers and even <laughs> famous people because of what he did with 3M or as he called it Mickey Mining. Um, maybe you can share up like one share one of the stories about your dad and who he met. Well, he 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 uh, sold magnetic tape, uh, recording tape for 3M, Scotch Brand tape. So he would go to call on recording studios both music and television, and uh, he'd appear at the sort of technical um, Emmys and Oscars each year, and uh, but had no idea or really any interest in who any of these people were. Right. He boasts that he completely missed Elvis and the Beatles, even though he was sort of in the prime age for them when he when they were in their prime. Um, but the one guy he did know, uh, he was he was seated uh, in the mid '80s, uh, probably at the height of his worldwide fame, uh, on a Northwest flight from Minneapolis-St. Paul to LAX behind. He got upgraded to first class. He was in 
right before the doors closed, Prince got on with two bodyguards. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he was in a wow. jumpsuit. Yeah, and, uh, and he stood up and... <laughs> When uh, when he had to use the bathroom, the bodyguards got up and knocked on the door and secured the bathroom for him. And when he needed to order a drink, he would stage whisper mineral water to the flight to the <laughs> bodyguard, who would then stand and stage whisper mineral water to the flight attendant. And uh, my dad, he, he's told this story for years, and it just amuses me to no end that the one kind of rock star that registered in his consciousness in 50 years was the hometown guy who, in 1984, which is my senior year of high school, when Purple Rain came out, oh, yeah. uh, was unmissable. He was the biggest biggest star in the world, and, right. and uh, my dad got to you know be in his orbit. Yeah, that's oh, it's so funny. And also, uh, I don't know where you, um, you, but you write about the Carlton Celebrity Room, which was a mm-hmm. thing Everything. back in the day. Right. They had a lot of big stars. <laughs> but your story that you include in the book about Rodney Dangerfield talking to Johnny Carson about performing at the Carlton yeah, is hilarious. Well, you know, the Carlton was, you know, I worked at, at Met Center as a kid selling popcorn, so I got to see concerts, Kenny Rogers, and, you know, and all these people came through East Bloomington either to play sports at the Met Center or concerts at Met Center, Met sure. Stadium, uh, or the Carlton Celebrity Room. And, and, and um, in fact, I saw Cool of the Gang play there my, my senior year of high school. And Rodney Dangerfield was on the Tonight Show. I think you can find this on YouTube now. Um, talking to Johnny about, uh, you know, at the end of his set, he plugs his upcoming gigs. And he says, let me get the Carlton Celebrity Room in Bloomington, Minnesota. And Johnny laughs at that. Bloomington, Minnesota, where's that? And Rodney says, yeah, I don't know. It's so far out in the middle of nowhere. A field and stream is going to review my act. And <laughs> all I could think, all I could think, is you know, a twelve-year-old who worshipped Carson and got just wanted to stay up late to see the Tonight Show that my dad would always laugh at. Um, all I could hear was Johnny Carson and Rodney Dangerfield from Caddyshack were talking about Bloomington, and, and you know, to me, that was the center of the universe. And you know, I always thought. How many places had their own strip? So there was the Las Vegas Strip, the Sunset Strip in Hollywood, and the 494 Strip in Bloomington. So, you know, we had to be on the map because we had a, a strip. We were strip-worthy. <laughs> you were stri- It was strip-worthy. Do you think about that if you're just joining us with Steve Russian? Russian, am I saying that right? Mm-hmm. Knights, exactly. in, Knights in White Castle. It's a it's a memoir. His life in the 80s in Bloomington, Minnesota, and the great stories that you have. You're a great storyteller. Do you, like, I mean, that... I kind of miss the nostalgia of the strip of all those places, and now it's changed so much. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, think about it. Um, we the had Thunderbird's gone. Yeah, yeah. We had yeah, we had the international airport there, so people are flying in from all over the world, and athletes are coming in from all over to play sports in that same area. Uh, entertainers, you know, Liberace and and uh, uh, Cool of the Gang are coming in to play at the Carlton Celebrity. Carlton Celebrity Room that says celebrity, so you, ha- you know they must be celebrities. Right. And, uh, and they had all these restaurants and nightclubs, and, you know, at the far end of the strip, you had the Camelot. I don't know how many people remember that. Oh, yes. The big thing was to um, say, tell your prom date you're going to dinner at the Camelot, but instead of going to the Camelot restaurant, you would go to the Camelot at Southdale <laughs> Mall, which has sections of parking lot named after animals. So uh, it was it was a what a time to be alive on, right. the, um, uh, on the 494 strip. And my buddy... I had a membership. You could get a membership to the swimming pool at the Holiday Airport Holiday Inn, which is no longer there, and um, and so you could be uh, there poolside getting milkshakes at age twelve, while um, 
you know, the, the Swedish flight attendants are sunning themselves on the shuffleboard <laughs> deck, and, uh, and you know, the Vikings backup quarterback is throwing nerf footballs to kids running pass patterns into the pool. So it was, it's a time in history that, that will never be repeated, needless to say, but it was, uh, it was a great time to be a, a, a teenager. What do your, um, like, I'm thinking specifically of some of your buddies, both within Stingray Afternoon or even in in this one, Knights in White Castle. I mean, are they happy to be famous? Did you use their real names in the book, all your buddies? I use some real names and I and I changed some names so as not to incriminate okay. some of them. But um, I think I think they've all everybody that I that I've been in contact with gets gets a kick out of it. And you know, the older you get, you, it's crazy that next year, 1980, will be 40 years in the past. It's like when I was in a kid in 1980, that was 1940 for me. So right. I think they all start to realize as time goes by that um, you know that this was a pretty extraordinary, ordinary, yes, but also an extraordinary place to grow up. I had a, a friend of mine, a uh, co- work colleague of mine at Sports Illustrated, who told me uh, after he read it, he said, God, it made me wish that I had grown up in Bloomington, Minnesota. Oh, what a compliment. Me, I know. Yeah, yeah. You're, somebody you're... else said to me. Go ahead. Yeah, well, well I was going to say, somebody else said to me, you know, you wrote a whole book about growing up in Bloomington. And I said, no, I've written two whole books about growing up in Bloomington. Are we going to have the 90s? Did you, well, you went away to college. Uh, well, I, I, you know, I, I uh, people have asked me that, and have said, "Well, I, I need to know what happens next." So, you know, the the, the book that I would consider uh, writing is, you know, I, I have four kids now. No, you do. We have I'm one minute, off. Steve. Mm-hmm. Okay, I, I, I have four kids now, and I and I just, uh, you know, want to repeat. I want them to have the, the kind of childhood that I had. Well, it it it. It's such a happy childhood. Yeah, Thank it's you really for sharing good. with we us. Love the you book is books. Knights in White Castle. Thanks, Steve, for your time. Go Twins. Thanks right? so much. Good luck to the Twins. No kidding. We're going to need it. We want to thank Winding Trail Books located in Milton Square for, spot, Square for sponsoring our